0: What's up, ECFL? It's another week, another episode of Winging It. BC Prodigy here with my boy Grizz. Grizz, how are we doing today?
1: I'm doing great, man. Ready to get into another show. Looking forward to this one. Sad we can't have Ace, but excited to have J-Mac.
0: Yeah, unfortunately Ace is not able to be with us today, but we do have a special guest. J-Mac is with us. We're going to do a little week one schedule release later in the show, but J-Mac, welcome to the show. How are we doing, buddy?
2: Uh, good, and yourself? Glad to be here.
0: Not too bad. Glad to have you on. Well, obviously, this weekend had the All-American Game roster was announced for the East and West. Uh, let's do a little talking about that, Grizz. What what are we thinking of these rosters so far?
1: Uh, well, the West is going to win for sure. Um... They have a couple of packs, and that's all you need, you know? Um, there's a couple of packs on the East. They're not as good. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, for sure.
0: Yeah, we we don't have Ace to be the mediator here because it's <laughs> you on the West and me on the East going at each other here for this All-American game. So that'll be fun to uh, to see. Obviously, I think this is a great way to watch these new guys coming into the league and seeing what they got right away. and just getting a taste of what the future of the ECFL looks like. J-Mac, have you taken a look at these rosters at all? What do you think, man?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I taken a look. The between the east and the west is always the the first game of the league is always it's going to be a toss up. I just saw the last it was an exhibition what about yesterday? The final score was like 6 to 10. So, who who knows what the score of this game going to be?
0: Yeah, it will be exciting to watch, and obviously the coaches, Stephen B for the West and K-Town Chaos for the East got to pick their uh, playbooks here this weekend ahead of the game. I don't think that's been announced, what playbooks they've picked. And obviously the playbook draft is happening tonight, so we will have our review of the playbook draft next week when Ace is back with us, we'll go talk about that. But I think the West-East matchup is going to be a solid one. I think it will be fun for a lot of people to watch. and. For the new people coming in, it'll be great to hear your player's name for the first time potentially ever in the Sim League. So that's a lot of fun to hear your name called that first time. So, Grizz, you got anybody on on either side besides the Pox, obviously, that you're looking forward to either suiting up with with the West or looking forward to going up against with the East?
1: Uh, I'm trying to pull it up here. I'm trying to do a couple things at once. It's not going very well. Uh, where's it at?
0: Uh, it should be on... I know it's the, in the league. league right? news. League news. It should be the latest thing in the league news.
1: I saw something interesting. I'm pretty sure I saw uh, Sterling Stern as a quarterback. Was that Yeah,
0: right? I saw that. Wide receiver Sterling Stern coming in to play quarterback for the East. It'll be... Had to make that contingency, I think, just so each team had two quarterbacks. Obviously, the rule this year is if you start the first half, you can't start the second half. So every player on the roster will get some playing time. Uh, so that'll be fun to watch, obviously. Uh, I Looks like I'll be starting the first half at tight end for the East, so that'll be fun. But uh, Sterling Stern, definitely going to be interesting to see how the wide receiver plays behind under center and see how he plays quarterback-wise.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's my coach, man. This guy's a Swiss Army knife. You can do whatever uh, he's asked, and that's why uh, I went to Cascade State because you want to play with a guy that can just do anything. Um, I'm excited to see Danny Doyle and Spiderweb on the same team for the first time before they hit the field as uh, Central Texas teammates, so that'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, it's there's a lot of guys who are teaming up with and a lot of guys who are going to be on teams here this season who are against each other. I know... Uh, I'm teaming up with Jackson Bridges out of Chattanooga, and we're going up against the Ronin, who's the other gem on the Chattanooga roster. So that'll be interesting. I just noticed that there are two Bryce Walkers at corner for the East. So I don't know how we're going to play that. If we're going to play one in the first half and one in the second half, but apparently Bryce Walker's going to get a lot of playing time here for the East this year.
3: Yeah,
1: it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Mac, are you looking forward to uh, any of these? Matchups or anybody, uh, position wise?
2: Well, the linebackers, of course, because you know I have a linebacker, Lee James, who somehow got snubbed this season. But that's a subject for another day. <laughs> but definitely, I want to. Um, what's the name, Kingston Ali? That's always that's always a good name to follow. And uh, it's some interesting names: Chris Jizzy Jr., Mama Pac on the d- defensive line. So I think I'm more focused on the, the names and, and, and what they got going.
0: Yeah, the names are always fun here in the in the league to watch. Grizz, what do you think about the designated returner positions in this uh, East-West matchup? You had players selected as returners.
1: I like it. It's uh, just another chance to get more people on the field to see their person, and uh, I think it's I think it's a good decision, you know, the more the merrier when it comes to these things.
0: I agree. You got you got a lot of athletes in this incoming freshman class and it's not athletes as position-wise athletes, but you got a lot of freak athletes on in this incoming recruiting class. So, getting the chance to get some guys in at return who may have not gotten on the roster as a speed position or a skill position would be uh it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, I think. So, any last-minute thoughts from either of you, j Mac or Grizz, on the East-West game before we move on to Week One? Uh, I want us oh,
2: for the for the All-Americans. The, my question won't be it won't be answered to the end of the season. Is who will make these rosters at the end of the season?
0: Yeah, how much crossover will we have from this first All-American? game or first all-American roster to the second and to, at the end of the season it will really depend on who shows out in their first year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That'll be interesting to see and who's not on these rosters that ends up uh maybe getting an all-American nod towards the end of the season especially as a freshman. So that'll be interesting. I mean, we know the four Pocks are going to be on there. Uh we can't count Pock the second or whatever his name is. He's not a real <laughs> Pock. I don't know. I, I... X-Pac
0: might not make that second <laughs> roster there, Grizz. I don't know.
1: Actually, you're probably right.
0: <laughs> I, I think you and I might be left out of the second or all er, All-American roster. Yeah, no I'm going to have to show out a tight end to, to get on that one. But let's move on to week one. And the reason J-Mac is here. J-Mac, you got some news for us when it comes to week one, don't you? Uh, a
2: little. Li- this this little news. Not, nothing big. Nothing big, but we have our first um, – we have our schedule. The schedule is complete. And, uh, you know, to catch everyone up before we release the schedule is four teams are going to make it from the West. And if you don't, if you was first time listening to for the West, we have Amelia Earhart, Cascade State, Central Texas, Desert State, Frontier, Mars State, Ozark, and South Alabama. And for the East Con- East Conference, we have Ala- Atlanta Tech, Atlantic City, and AM, Chattanooga, East Townsend, Palm Beach, Panama State, and Tennessee AM. So we're gonna have four teams East West and the playoffs will go, you know, East um, number one, go play West Number One. And you know, it goes on down the line from there. So everyone's gonna have opportunity to, to pretty much play each other. it's going to be cross conference in, in the playoffs so you may have two east teams in the championship you may have two west teams in the
3: championship so you know you you never know what's going to see so it's exciting that is exciting Grizz what do you think of that
1: yeah that's very interesting I didn't see that coming so uh it's probably the best way to do it in season one. You you don't know how it's gonna shake out. Who's gonna be good? Who? I mean, you don't want like five of the best teams in one side of the house, and they ended up missing out on on a shot. You know, because it's week one, we're filming or that season one, we're filming this thing out. You don't know how it's gonna shake out. So that's probably uh, the best way to do it, in my opinion. That makes it pretty exciting. Yeah, you have some
0: powerhouse matchups to watch either on either side of the league, either east or west. It's gonna be. Uh, pretty fun to watch those matchups here as we we get into it. But Mac, you got some you got some matchups for us week one? Yes, sir.
2: Okay. Well, the first ever matchup
3: um for this league is Atlantic, Atlanta
2: Tech versus a Atlantic City. So that is the first ever matchup. July twelfth, I believe, is the the, the the starting day for the elite college football league, Atlantic Tech versus Atlantic City at the, the peach. I think it's the, the Georgia Dome, the Chick-fil-A kickoff. So Chick-fil-A kickoff, we have Atlantic Tech versus Atlantic City. So that is game number one. That will kick the elite football league off, elite college football league off.
1: All right, and, I see I see how it goes. So Black Paul signs with Atlantic City and <laughs> and now they're kicking off the whole show. Everything's based around them. Okay, I see you Black Paul.
2: <laughs> Come on, Paul. You know, it, it makes sense now. It make it makes perfect sense now. I didn't put two and two together till now.
0: That'll be a fun matchup. I think those are two teams who are probably looking to be middle of the pack fighting for one of those that three or four spot. Could potentially surprise some people for that one or two spot. And the, I believe they're in the west or are they in the east? Let me pull that up quick. They're uh, in the east. They're yeah, they in the both, east.
1: They're in the east, yep. So, yeah, both, both east. I think... Super interesting matchup.
0: Super interesting, yeah. I think, Grizz, we talked about it either last week or the week before, how who we thought would be kind of in that mix. And both these teams came up in the east. So, be interesting to see how they show out this first season of the EFC- ECFL when they get the kickoff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh Cheetah Bird, he's a great coach in the csba so I'm excited to see I don't know if he goes by Cheetah Bird in this league, but I'm excited to see what he uh brings the coach uh of the Cheetahs. And then Atlantic City, I mean, wow, we saw what they did in recruiting man. They just they hauled in so many people. They're so active. They have those cool uh profile picks with their uh with their jersey on there, looking sharp, that uh their coach made them. So yeah, they're uh they'll be a fun. That's that's just a super awesome game to kick off with. It'll be a fun one to watch.
0: Yeah, Cletus Snow being a, that defensive anchor for Atlantic City. You got Dylan Tate at quarterback for uh Atlanta Tech. It's gonna be a real fun matchup, I think, to start this whole league off. I mean. Besides maybe Chattanooga and Town, I couldn't think of a better game to start the league. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm
2: going to move down to the 8 o'clock game, and that is South Alabama versus East Townsend, and that will be at Duke's Mayo kickoff. 8 o'clock Eastern, South Alabama, East Townsend, t- Monday, July 12th
1: a highly team highly touted team there in south alabama i heard a lot about them so i'm excited to see what they do and maybe the best branding in the league east townsend they're uh the reapers man that's just so cool and i think it's our uh, hbcu for the ecfl as well
0: yeah our hbcu team east townsend's got a lot of great branding behind them it's one of the best branding teams i think in the league. Probably one of the teams we're looking at when we talked a couple weeks ago or a week ago, Grizz, that was probably going to be at the bottom of the bracket here to start. Or when we're looking at things as we go down right now, um, that definitely could change week one if they pull off a win here week one against uh, South Alabama. So that will be a fun game to watch for sure.
3: All
2: right, so we go. I'm gonna go to Tuesday and we have Boise taking on Central Texas. It will be a regular game, and I think it's at Boise. It is, yeah, Boise versus Central Texas. Let me cross reference. Yeah, it's no, oh, Boise is an FCS school, so it will definitely at Central Texas. <laughs> so, Central Texas, you know, hopefully, there's no upsets week one.
1: Hey, upset alert! Look out for the Spuds, man. They they got that cool ass like potato logo. They're not playing around, so we'll see how it goes. I know a lot of uh, FPS players who wanted to go to the Spuds, but uh, they were full and they were good on their scholarships. So, no, it'll be cool to see Central Texas uh, take them on. That'll be, I mean, that might be ideal week one. Get a you know maybe a little bit of a tune up game against the FCS schools. So that'll be uh, that'll be exciting to see.
0: Yeah, see what benefits facing the FCS teams early have for Central Texas down the line, obviously. Looks like Central Texas or uh, Boise is just doing this to make some money coming in and get their butts (laughs) whooped by Central Texas. But who knows, Grizz, at this point, if they make enough money playing this FBS teams, they might be able to make the jump, afford the jump into the FBS coming down the line. We might see... Boise make their appearance for actual players. That would be something, wouldn't it?
1: Absolutely. I'm wondering how many uh, of these ECFL, like, cryptocurrency things you got to send the Spuds way to get them on your calendar, you know?
0: They're a highly sought-after team to face. There's I I mean, <laughs> I can't really name another FCS goal in the ECFL <laughs> off the top of my head. So, Boise has definitely cornered the market there. Well, yeah, we
2: have a couple more um, FCF matchups for Week One, so it's it's going to be you know some teams may get upset. I, I wouldn't bet on it, but it will be interesting to see if one team does does lose their FCF FCS matchup.
1: You know, I, I
0: got, go I ahead. Feel Chris. like one
1: will uh, week one. You know, you're coming out. Uh, I don't know, man. I heard they're going to be pretty good, like eighty overall walk ons or so, maybe so. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked, man, if if uh, one of the FCS schools gets the right, you know, the lucky sim, uh, we might see an upset.
0: You know for a fact that, that F- whatever team loses the first game to an FCS school is going to hear about it for probably the rest of their existence. They'll be the team that lost the FCS school. I'm thanking the Lord that Chattanooga does not have the FCS schools to start. But not that we're going to lose to an FCS school. I mean, come on. It's an uh, course school, not. So. Yeah, of co- course might...
3: not. You
1: might.
0: <laughs> I guess see Cascade potentially.
1: No putting up a- shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the, uh, what's the next game?
2: The next one is Amelia versus Cascade. Amelia Ooh. will be the away J- team.
1: J-Mac, we got that one circled, huh?
2: Yeah. Yeah, we uh we better win. We we better win.
1: Um the playbook yeah, draft. I think we will, you know, cascade yeah. we will.
2: Yeah. Well million uh, really then um the playbook draft didn't um fall in the million, you know, favor, Lotto. But um we're gonna come out with a bang. We will come out with a bang. So, you know, that's gonna be a good week one, a good matchup. Two schools that's you know starting to um program off on uh you know facing each other not the FCS school. so we'll see what happens but we're definitely winning you know
0: Amelia Amelia is definitely winning
1: yeah yeah Cascade for sure is winning <laughs> I agree
0: <laughs> that'll be a that'll be a heck of a game I mean you got Casey Bronco for Amelia you got Elton Bridges you got it's a decent offense that they've put together and obviously the defense is strong too it's a very balanced roster cascade obviously has the favor and team overall but it'll be i think it's going to be a close game I've, i'm excited for that one too
2: it's okay you can pick a winner we we won't stop you you can you know go ahead Oof. and pick a winner
0: yeah tiebreaker
2: where, where are you going here <laughs>
0: I think I'm I'm gonna give the edge to the cascade right now. I think it's gonna be a close game, but it's the Pac factor that you gotta you gotta factor it in. Yeah, I
2: understand.
0: Everybody but X Pac is going to be a factor in this game, I think. So I agree with that.
2: All right, and to end the night off, there will be another FCF school, Auburn, Maine. I have no idea if they're in Auburn or in Maine.
3: But it's Auburn, Maine versus Palm Beach.
1: Ooh, the traveling all the way down on the eastern seaboard there to take on the Jets. Uh, that'll be exciting one to see. Like I said, I, I'm super interested in a team that uh, a coach says, "Look, I'm going to be the defense," and they bring in a guy and they like, "This is your offense. You take the will." So, I'm I'm really interested in that dynamic, and I, I think it's going to play out pretty well. Yeah,
0: so Maine obviously just wants a nice little vacation trip down to Panama, so...
1: That's too early <laughs> in the year. They should have done it in, like, December.
0: Yeah, you, should, you could have waited a little bit. I hear Maine's beautiful right now in the summer, but the Mooseheads taking on the Jets, so we'll be definitely interested to see how that goes. There's another one you're looking at potentially. Having is there an upset factor? Do the Mooseheads come away with a... Come away with a win here against Palm Beach. It'll be interesting to see. I don't. I doubt it. To yeah, be I honest, so. I doubt it. I don't think so. Um, but I think anybody but the Spuds. You're not on upset alert. If you're facing the Spuds, it's an upset alert every week. You face the Spuds. <laughs> so, but I, that's that's gonna be an interesting FCS matchup. Both of these are seeming are interesting to me to see a how the tune-up games work and how bad the scores are going to be. Lopsided for the FBS school, but it'll be interesting to watch for sure. Comparing ECFL or FBS versus FBS and FCS versus FCS this week one,
2: definitely, definitely. And that's that completes Tuesday. Wednesday we start off with another F- FCS matchup with Ni- Niagara Tech versus Desert State.
1: That one's uh that one's super interesting. Two teams that I would say maybe flying under the radar a little bit compared to some of these other schools. So I'm I'm super excited to see uh, who takes that one for sure.
0: So we got Niagara Tech versus Desert here. So another FCS matchup. That's... Mm-hmm. It's a, well, not sure if I would have taken the, the trip to the desert in the middle of the summer, but... <laughs> you know, anything to make the money for the Bulldogs, so... There's another one you look at, potentially upset, probably not, but we'll see. It's gonna be all these FCS matchups are gonna be a must-watch because you're gonna want to be there when that first FBS school goes down. Say I was there when that happened. So be interesting to see what Desert does. Obviously, all this is kind of weighing on what playbooks are selected here tonight, and then we get a better option or idea of what these schools are gonna want to run. But another good matchup, I think for week one. Definitely.
2: Definitely. Then we have, a you know, uh, two, two teams for the, you know, the elite college football league, uh, frontier versus Moai. I don't know if they're Hawaii or yeah. Moai state.
1: Yeah. Frontier
0: Maui did, versus Maui.
1: They're out there in Hawaii. That'll be, that'll be an interesting one. I expect, uh, Maui to win that, but, uh, you know, don't sleep on the frontier. They came on strong towards the end of recruiting, for sure.
0: Yeah, that's that's going to be a good matchup. Obviously, Maui seems to have the advantage as far as team overall wise, but Frontier, you said it, Grizz, they came on strong here towards the end of recruiting. Got a lot of really solid pickups, so it's going to be interesting to see how they make that work with a very young roster, uh, but see if they can make some noise here week one, and Season one and going down to Maui for week one, that's not too bad of a trip. I think most of those Frontier boys will take that trip. Yes.
2: And quick note, because I'm more than sure that this this is going to come out after the draft. But Frontier does have the number one pick in the playbook draft.
3: Ooh. A little
2: inside information. Is
3: that hot off the press?
2: (laughs) Hot off the press. That's why we're so mad because uh, Frontier has the number one pick and Amelia has the last pick of the playbook draft.
0: Ooh. <laughs> so, so let the record show. It is six forty five Central Time right now on the twenty eighth. <laughs> this is before the playbook draft. All we do is break news on Winging It. We broke <laughs> news last week. We're breaking news this week. That's all we do, yeah. Grace. <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. And what the cool thing is is people will probably already know that by the time our podcast comes out. But it's all good, you know? We still,
0: (laughs) Hey, that's why I said the time. I said the time and date. We had it before the draft came out, just so everyone knows. This will come out after the playbook draft. But, we broke news to us, at least, Chris. Hey, take it when you
2: can. Take it when you can. And to end the night for Wednesday night of our first week, we have
3: our another FCS school versus Ozark Valley. Okay. So uh,
1: that Arcla Tech area, uh, Arctic Knight was talking about. Yeah. So another FCS against, uh, who was that? Uh, Ozark, Ozark Valley. Valley. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's another team. I'm excited to see. You've heard a lot about uh Doma, their coach. Um, i think i said that right so i am mean, i'm excited to see the mountaineers he's supposed to be like one of the great you know coaching minds of the ncaa 14 so uh i mean i expect him to come out and like give them the business if that's the case so that that'll be exciting one to watch for sure
0: this one and central texas are for sure ones that i'm looking at going that FCS school is going to be in for a rough night i think ozark was one of the teams i identified when we talked about how our early predictions would be kind of one of those shockers for that three, four spot, uh, to start off this first season. So it's going to be interesting to see what Ozark can do against the FCS school and kind of a tune-up game week one.
2: Yeah. To add on. Yes. I can, I can agree. Doma is a great game planner, you know, but Hey, sometimes even the greats have a bad day. So I suggest you tune in because you know, you, you Expect the unexpected, you know.
1: Absolutely.
2: And to round off Thursday, the first week of the ECFL is Panama State
3: versus Tennessee. And that's the first game.
1: Oh wow! I think we were calling. Uh... <laughs> I think we mixed up Palm Beach and Panama State. So,
3: yeah, Panama, but, yes we dangerous. did <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh Palm Beach you know it's same thing uh i think assured's gonna come out and uh do great against that main team uh if you made it this far in the show our bad uh same result probably and this one this one will be interesting uh that Palm Beach team that we talked about i, I just messed him up again the Panama state <laughs> team that we talked about this will be a super interesting game here
0: you see what happens when teams share a state? Like you yeah, get them mixed up now. P's?
1: like they got to be both peas in the same state. Come on,
0: Florida, you you got to step up the originality. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go uh, Panama here because obviously, I got to go against little brother in Tennessee A and M. So I think Panama by a thousand. Uh, <laughs> but. I, it will be, I think you're right, Grizz. It'll be a good game. I think these are two teams who are built probably for the long haul. Uh, Panama's probably a step closer than Tennessee A&M is right now at competing right away. Uh, but like we said, anything can happen. Any any given Sunday, or in this case Thursday, uh, upsets can happen, some surprises can happen. So that'll be a must-watch game as well.
2: And the, the last game... Of the first week of the ECFL, it's Boontown versus Chattanooga. And I will say this before mm. I pass it on to you guys, is that all the matchups are in-conference matches for week one. So these are very important matchups because this one game in week one can 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 determine your playoff spot, can make you miss the playoffs all together in week 10, by week 10.
1: Yeah, and that's a crazy one there. I know Prodigy uh, Prodigy's super excited to take on Bone Town. Uh this is the game to watch after week one, of course after Cascade State and Amelia. This will be the second highest <laughs> viewed game for sure. Uh no, I'm just kidding. Uh this one this one's gonna be awesome, man. The Steam, they were doing big things. They recruited me, they had an awesome pitch. Bone Town, you know, they're just like uh Atlantic uh, City, you know, they had that huge recruiting class, that huge wave all at once, all their content, Uh, just two stout teams. This will be, this will definitely be, in my opinion, this was probably the game of the week.
0: Yeah, I think this is our only rivalry game of week one, obviously, Track versus Axe, the Battle of Steel. Obviously, I'm biased, Chattanooga by a million here, Uh, but... Grizz, did I hear that right? You had the chance to team up with me and you went with Cascade?
1: Yeah, I went with Cascade. I didn't know uh, you were headed there. You know, I didn't know. If you were headed there, I could have just shut down Recruiting earlier and be like, no, i almost said I'm not going to play with that tight end.
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh. You're ending up on the list right now, my guy. You just wait for that Cascade Chattanooga game. That was going to be a hell of a game. But, obviously, Chattanooga Town. I've said it before, I'll say it again, best defense versus best office, offense in the ECFL, so right now off, you got, it's going to be a very fun game, uh, I, I think that's probably game of the week, obviously, you got a great game to start it, you got a great game to end it, week one overall, I think is going to be a fun week, Obviously, it's going to be the first week of the new league, so everyone's going to be celebrating that, but we got some great matchups, too, to entertain us throughout that first week, so that's all I'm going to say about cool. the Chattanooga-Bone Town game. I'll let I'll let the play on the field do the talking, but it's going to be nice to have that trophy for the entire season. That's just what I'm going to say.
1: <laughs> and that, that week one's coming in hot. We got July 4th weekend, a lot of people have Monday off, then we have... <sighs> Connor versus Poirier 3 on the 10th, and then boom, Monday, we're kicking off games, so.
2: Yeah, it's, it's coming fast, it is coming fast, and you know, because I like you,
1: I like this podcast,
2: and I like you two guys, Grizz, you know we go way back, I will tell y'all this, Cascade and Chattanooga play week 5, so y'all don't have to wait too long.
1: So. Chattanooga just... guaranteed a loss week five.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. we may have to get a wager going here, Grizz. We may have to throw some elite currency on the line for uh, for that game.
1: I know, I know enough about Sims. I'll never bet money on a Sim.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, here, J-Mac, Here's the thing. You got to give me what? Who you taking? Bone Town versus Chattanooga.
2: Bone Town versus Chattanooga. I like Bone Town. I like, I like I like I like Bone Town. And you know why I like Bone Town? Just cause I like the name. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm taking Bone Town. I like the name.
1: Oh, their first jerseys were sweet. Uh I guess it was just too hard to read the numbers. So they made it work. They still got the flannel, but they had uh they had flannel and like denim pants. It was pretty funny, pretty unique for sure. Yeah,
0: that'll be a fun fun week one for sure. So we'll J-Mac, thank you for bringing that onto the show. I know there's a lot of people who are wondering who was going up against who, what was happening in week one, and now we know. So yeah. we appreciate that.
2: Thank you... you. And as soon as this podcast comes out, I am I will start releasing the schedules in everyone's locker rooms. But but I had to come here first. And, and you know, I have to give y'all the breaking news. That's That's the only way to do it.
1: Hey, we appreciate it, and prodigy man, Prodigy's the one out here putting this thing together, getting the scoops for us. love it,
0: yeah, j mac, you're gonna stick around with us for some league questions before we wrap this thing up
2: uh, uh, yeah, I can stick around, I can stick around
0: all right, well, we did put it out in league chat, asking for some league responses, and we got a few, obviously, we had week one predictions. we kind of went over that with j mac, but that was. One from Shane M eighty six out of Amelia. So we'll go to his other question, which is breakout player for each team. Let's Grizz, let's break this up with the next couple podcasts. So let's just start with just start with the east so far. We'll go breakout player for each team on the East. We'll let Ace get in on this next week and give us his breakdown too, but let's start there.
1: You can go and I'll pull up the roster here.
0: Sounds good. Uh, well, that would be East. We'll start with Bone Town, obviously. Uh, I think you're probably looking at.
1: When they say breakout, do they mean like uh, unexpected and they have a huge season or just someone who's going to be solid? Even if we already knew that going in.
0: I think let's go with since we have one that's talking about some underrated guys who could be making a splash later. Let's go with just any guy on the roster that you think is going to make an impact.
1: I would go with uh, David Ware, now that they have the roster up for Bonetown. He's going to be a stud linebacker, a great person, super active guy, so he's he's going to be in chat, and he's going to be everywhere around that ball for that defense.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go defense, too. I'm going to go Corey Dobbins, though, the defensive line. I mean, you got... Bo Diddle one side, you got Corey Dobbins the other side. That's going to be one heck of a pass rush. And I think Bo is probably going to get the top offensive lineman in that set. So, Corey definitely has a chance to feast on some quarterbacks this year. J-Mac, you got anyone that you're looking at?
2: Uh, I am looking at the the draft right now.
0: So, give me a second. I have a,
2: a lot of things going on.
1: I got you. Okay. We could just go to the next one and then pick them back up. Uh,
2: yes. I'll come back to me.
0: I will have something. Sounds good. Grizz, you want to go with Chattanooga here?
1: Uh, Chattanooga. I'm looking at uh, Doc Boone, man. Uh, he's coming in as a high rated freshman, uh, another solid person. Um, yeah I'm excited to see him play man he's he's a he's a great person great guy and uh, he's gonna show out for that uh Chattanooga team well i
0: have a i have a lot of choices i think any i think i'm kind of painted between a rock and a hard place anyone that I choose the other guys are gonna give me crap about it in the locker room but i'm gonna go with my boy Earl Flint I think he's gonna be poised for a big year here and a solid receiving core with obviously doc and You got Jackson Bridges, you got Quincy Myers, and then you got Earl, who's definitely no slouch overall and will definitely be able to make some plays. At the end of the day, the corners aren't going to be able to cover everyone. So someone's going to be in for a big game. I think Earl has the best shot at doing that.
2: Okay. All right. I'm focused. I'm focused. They got the draft going up and going. So for Boomtown, I have to go with David Ware. The linebacker junior, he's a monster, so I expect big things from him. And for Chattanooga, Ah Harrison Murray, yeah, I have to go with the quarterback. I, I see that as a potential
1: player of the year. It's no Shane Vandrell for Chattanooga. It's not going to be good. <laughs>
0: Your running rivalry with Shane Vendrell. That seems to be just <laughs> one sided at this point, Grizz is pretty hilarious.
1: Yeah, it might be, you know. I just got a vendetta. Uh so yeah.
0: J Mo, we gotta get you back on the show, man. We gotta have this rivalry play out, I think. We gotta have something from you, man. Come on. Respond to X Pac. I know he's down there a little bit on your radar, but let's have some fun here. Let's move on to East Townsend, Grizz. What you got for me?
1: Stuff here. I want to go. You know, either Jamal, I want to say Shayik, or uh, Lorenzo Smith. Whichever one gets the slot. I'm assuming one of them is going to be a, a nickel safety. So whichever one gets put in the nickel, I think is going to be an absolute monster.
0: J Mac, you got a name for me from East Townsend?
3: Yes. Uh Hmm. I'm looking
2: at the roster now. No, but no offense to East Townsend. No one's just jumping off, but I will go with Robin Hood. I love the name, so I'm going to go with Robin Hood. I expect great names, great, great things for Robin Hood.
0: Sounds good. I think I'm going to go defense. Damian Lewis, the sophomore linebacker. I think he has a chance to really be the captain of that defense there. Uh, Depending on where they put him, they could put him middle of the line or middle of the field, and he can just be that field general on defense. So, mm-hmm. where depending on where they put him, Damian Lewis is my pick from East Townsend. All right, Palm Beach, not Panama. Palm Beach is up first. So, Palm,
1: Palm Beach, selfish. Uh, I'm gonna go with the corner here, CD Blunt. I think uh, I think he's gonna make plays on the ball and you know get some huge defensive plays going force some turnovers
2: J Mac what you got for me uh, what i got i got, ooh they have a lot of good names i'm going with Ice God a cornerback Ice God he's a freshman you know he may not get a lot of love cuz he's a base but he has a he has an elite name so i go Ice God
0: and i'm going to go a guy who i played with in my time at Clemson River Madison Junior safety. I think he's gonna be a just a bruiser of a safety. And he's gonna be a solid piece for Palm Beach's defense. So let's move on to the other Florida school. Panama <laughs> State. And that's not a slight on Panama saying they're the other school.
1: It's just like a slight. It's confusing. You got beef. <laughs> you only go it.
3: bring it, Panama. Bring it. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go, you know, low hanging fruit here, the freshman quarterback there, Kai Coco.
0: That's a that's a really good pick. I like Kai Coco as well. Uh but I'm gonna go let's go. Let's go to corner Tez Green. That's one of those names that just sounds like a corner you don't wanna line up against. So Gene Petty John the third is another one that I looked at just from name alone, but Tez Green is my pick for Panama State. J Mac, what you got?
2: What I got, I'm going to go in the trenches. Give the trenches some love. Lee Flowers, freshman D lineman.
3: Yeah. That's a, it's a good yeah, pick, yeah. I think. Yeah. Tez,
1: the DC. Tez Green there, two-sport athlete. He got a, a natty with Kansas in the CSBA. Oh. Okay. My man's a baller. <laughs>
0: All right, now let's wrap it up with little brother of Tennessee, Tennessee A and M. We gotta talk about them, I guess. It's in the contract, so J Mac, who you got uh, from Tennessee A
2: Tennessee and M? Tennessee A and I will have to go with. I'm giving running back some love. I'm going to go with Dallas Gregory. He can set the tone for the offense. You know, uh, um, give Cajun Chris you know, some help on the offense so he don't have to carry the whole offense by itself. So, so if Dallas Gregory get going, you know, you know, Texas Tennessee A and L you know, they they can stick it to the playoffs.
3: Chris, what do you got for me?
1: I'm gonna go with uh, the target there for Cajun Chris, uh the wide receiver there and uh, Michael Potter.
0: Good pick. I'm gonna go to the other side of the ball. I'm gonna go rip Tuttle that wide receiver. I think as a marketing guy, I look at a Tuttle TD or a Tuttle touchdown as perfect graphic material for Tennessee A&M. I don't know how many they're going to get, but we'll see. Rip Tuttle's my pick, and I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm going to make the pick for Ace because I think he's said this before. I think his guy is year-old pistachios for Tennessee A&M. And if I'm right, Ace... I need to he- I need to get some love next week. Man, I called this for you. I missed that guy twice. I I saw it and I just I couldn't step on Ace's toes with that pick. I it feels like that's his guy. So that's my pick for Ace is Euro Pistachios. We'll find out if that's right next week when Ace comes back. And we can give his get his East breakdown. We'll talk about the West next week, I think. But we still
1: have uh, Atlanta Tech and UAC real quick.
0: Oh, we do have Atlanta Tech and UAC. They got cut off on my list, so we got Atlanta Tech and UAC. Let's start with Atlanta Tech. Grizz, what you got for me?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with the tight end. You know, uh, I know the Steam doesn't have one, but Atlanta Tech has Falcon Bird, stud tight end. So I'm excited to see what he brings to the table.
0: Graves, you're going to bash on me, too, and say that <laughs> ends better than me. <laughs> you know,
1: it's just something about that Shane Vendrell and that uh, Ben Carlson guy.
0: Yeah, well, both of them will end up fighting you after the game in week five. <laughs> <laughs> J-Mac, what you got for me for Atlanta Tech? I, I
2: got, I'm got. i going to the trenches, most sacks, a defensive lineman, sophomore. I love the name. I, I love the talent, so I expect big things from him.
0: I'm going to go my guy, Dylan Tate, the QB. That's my player of the year choice right now is Dylan. I think he's going to be a really solid QB for Atlanta Tech. So that's my choice. Now we go on to UAC. That is Atlantic City. So who we got from Atlantic City, Grizz?
1: Big fan of, big fan of a lot of people on this team. Uh, I really like uh, Ozzy Stash as the freshman. He's a hidden gem. And uh, look out for Carrington Swift, the uh, freshman halfback, as well.
2: J-Mac, who's your choice? Uh, I'm going to go – I like Brooke Felix, the tight end for UAC. Stretch the field in the middle for the quarterback. I believe the yeah, quarterback's a freshman. Uh, that's definitely going to be the quarterback best friend. So I'm going with Brooke Felix.
0: I'm going to go linebacker Benjamin K. Not just because we're rocking the Ben theme here. It helps him, but I think just like just like I said uh earlier, if you're able to put him in the middle of the field and let him be that field general, I think he could take over a game on defense no problem. So those are that's one that I'm looking at for Atlantic City. That Solid wraps branding. up the East, I think.
1: Solid branding too. He always goes with the last name K and his number's nine, so he's got the K nine going.
0: Oh, like that. I like that. Should have gone with an A name, A first name, and been 47. You got AK-47 right there. Come on oh, now. That's a missed know. opportunity.
1: No, no, no. The the old school Clemson people, they say no, 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 no to AK-47. No, no.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's another story for another podcast. I, I can get yeah. you
1: that.
2: <laughs> I know all about AK-47. Uh, yeah, I missed that guy.
0: Well, I think that wraps up the East. We'll get Ace's take on this here next week when he's back with us. And we'll save a couple more talking points for next week as well, because I think we're getting close to our time here, Grizz.
1: Yeah. It went a little long, but we had a lot of good stuff to talk about. So
0: good stuff to wrap it. I think so too. So, Grizz, as always, thanks for joining me, buddy. And to our guest, J Mac appreciate hey. you being on here man giving us some breaking news we appreciate it we got to get you back on here soon
2: uh, i appreciate it guys sorry a little distracting the playbook stuff going all at the same time so i'm making sure everything's good but hey when i got news i will make sure i come here first
0: suck it there Year <laughs> 30 podcast we are we are Max go-to <laughs> We're no longer uh, <laughs> little brother of the ECFL podcast. We got JMAG. Uh,
2: they may have Black Paul on the next podcast, and that may do.
0: They always just gotta one-up us, so <laughs> yeah. it's okay. We'll figure it out, but thank you for joining us for another episode of Winging It. We appreciate you being with us. I'm not going to say aloha, ECFL, because <laughs> that's Ace's thing, so I'm just going to say steam on. See you, UCFL.